We got it. All right, all right. Would you want us watch? Welcome to La Fire. We are here with Carpetbagger. My name is Mark. I'm AJ. How are you doing today, gentlemen? Hey. Very good. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Isn't it great to be on this show? This is it really awesome. is. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Let's get an introduction. I'm Greg Loftus. I uh, sing the songs and play the guitar. John Tranum, and I'm the bass player. Cody Brown, uh, lead guitar. You guys are working on an EP. Yeah, it's done. It's done. Yeah. What can uh, the, the people at home expect from that? Uh, Time-wise? or Right. Just know what's the theme. <laughs> like, uh, what, are, what are you trying to say about society? Things like that. Oh, man. Oh, that, that is heavy. Well, let's start with EP. So that, that's an acronym. Right. It, it means extended play. It okay. Means, now you, might, on. <laughs> so. you might have to play it a couple of times to, like, uh, uh, get it. Yeah. It's real uh, oven god. It, uh, it means that, to, it was, to the listener, it means five songs. Five songs, right. That's it. Uh, what format are you guys going to put this out on? CD? CD vinyl? and on uh, digital. Digital? Probably through Bandcamp. That's band the way to go. And, uh, I've got a buddy up in uh, West Virginia who owns uh, Big Bullet Records. It's kind of a indie label, and they're going to do all the digital stuff for us, put it on iTunes and CD Baby and all that stuff. And so does the EP have any specific themes that you're trying to go for? Uh, your standard Americana country themes, I guess. A lot of, uh, a lot of nightlife kind of stories, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do know, but I also, you know. I don't want to, uh, I feel like other people should take what they want from it, you know. You're trying to hold the cards a little bit closer to your chest and be like, at least this time, you know, right. we'll see what happens with the next full length, but these are some, a couple of these songs I wrote a long time ago, you know, like in my head, I don't want to make this negative, but it's kind of a mixtape to me because like some of the songs I wrote a couple of years ago and some of them are new, so it just kind of stuff we wanted to kind of put out there to represent us that, uh but still saving some of the gems for a full length, you know? <laughs> These aren't like... And is that something that you're working on as well? Well, I'm always writing, and I want to I start recording as soon as possible already, you know? So uh, we could probably get 12 songs together pretty quick. And so would that be your first? This is going to be the first... This EP will be the first as Carpetbagger, yeah. I've released a record and three EPs before that, like as Greg Loftus' is solo. But it's kind of much different. A couple songs are even songs from that, you know, like two of them I think are. But they're just completely rearranged, different keys, new versions. And basically, I just came to them with chords and lyrics, and then we kind of just worked on it. So, you guys uh, hearing these songs, uh, how do you go into that? How do you add your own personal touches to something that somebody holds pretty personal? Well, I mean, musically, I, I'm the type of person that really doesn't pay attention to lyrics that much I, I i pay attention to the music side of things and so you know you you hear the songs you he presents a song to you and then you play based off of 
what your interpretation is of it. And then the songs develop as you play them live. And then you kind of tweak things, and next thing you know, it's uh, it's there. Mm. Can you repeat that question? Right. What I'm just saying, it's uh, you know, you have you have these songs that somebody else has written, and they they have a certain interpretation of what they're supposed to mean, and you're supposed to evoke those thoughts and meanings with with what you do, even though you're not singing, you're necessarily supposed to uh, play lead guitar on that, and that's or just like slide guitar or yeah. rhythm guitar, and that's supposed to like help push the song emotionally. Right. What it it's translatable though the emotion i think is you know we've all been through the 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 shit you know so you hear hear a song and i do i'm a i'm a lyric guy i listen to lyrics when you hear it you you know convey through what i can convey which is through the guitar and you know that's all i've got to give really <laughs> you know like that's that's my part Right. And I love my part, but, you know, it's not words and... Me and Cody strings. tend to kind of, like, I come up with the chords and the lyrics, and then we kind of work on guitar parts together and kind of get a basis of it, and then we bring it to bass and drums and kind of start working at it from that. But that Greg's way. pretty good in letting, letting people, you know, do their own thing. That's right, there's room for interpretation. Yeah, definitely. You know, like, there's not, you know, we all kind of... We kind of all have to like it before we do anything with it, you know? Like, if someone doesn't like it, we'll work on it, you know? We won't be like, fuck you, this is what we're doing, you know? <laughs> but... I run the band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said you did a lot before yourself as a solo artist. Yeah, before I moved down to Austin. But I knew, basically, my plan was to move to Austin and start a band. And that's basically what I'm doing right now. So, yeah, I was playing a lot before, playing a lot in the Northeast and... Did a little bit of touring and played New York a lot, Philly, down to West Virginia where I told him that you and my uh, buddy's got a label down there. So he released a couple of my solo records. So I used to kind of do that. The cool thing about the Northeast is the cities are so close. You don't have to drive eight hours to go to the next gig, you know. It's like two hours. You can get up at like four in the afternoon if you want and still make your gig in a, in a city, you know, far away. <laughs> so that's nice. <laughs> Yeah. We we uh when did you come down? September of Yeah, I think it was just about two years two years September twenty eleven. So. Yeah. We met on Craigslist, interestingly. Yeah. So I was looking a lot of us have. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually connections over John there. on Craigslist too. Oh yeah. He yeah. was trading hand jobs for futons. <laughs> <laughs> he did, yeah, he, hey, he, a futon really doesn't come for free. Yeah, he really needed. I mean, a it was just a frame, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> I had the makings of a futon. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So we've learned nothing from. Yeah, that. but I've been playing with Cody for a year and a half now. We did a few gigs to start, just just the two of us, and uh, then we kind of built it up a little bit, and been kind of working with different members at first and. And we found John, and Kevin has been playing with us for a while. Yeah. And, uh, I'm a new guy. Yeah, yeah John's John, real new, actually. John's new. A couple months. So, John, how new are you? Two months new. Two, two months. months. Is it two months? Does it feel like that. you've always been in the band? Since day one, yeah. That's, that's great. Absolutely. These guys are amazing. 
We don't feel the same way. Hey, you know, it's, I, I just want to put that out there. Coolest guys ever. <laughs> I know how to play bass. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can take that. You know, there you want to yeah, first. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that's exchange numbers. No, I, I came yeah, up with this awesome name for a band today. What's uh, up? Bipolar Bears. I think that's actually already. A, I swear to God, I think no. that's an actual band name. Yeah. Really? I think they're a punk band. band. It's always taken. I like it though. It's always taken. No always. I used to meet a band called uh, a punk band called Seal Club, which is a very similar <laughs> nice. uh, similar <laughs> pun, I guess. So, how did you go from playing punk music to your current? Uh, it's the same exact thing. It's just faster. You know, it's the same lyrics and it's the same chords. More acoustic guitars. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time. It's been 10 years since I've been in a punk band, but, you know, you just grow up with it and you hate everything else everyone likes, so. <laughs> I mean, there's you know, more like, cowbell on this music. I hated, uh, you know, I hated a lot of classic rock bands and stuff at the time, you know, like when I was in uh, junior high and high school and stuff, like, all my friends were loved Pearl Jam, and I don't know why. I just fucking hated Pearl Jam more than anything in the world. Now I like Pearl Jam, I guess. No, I get it. You know, I get, you it, get it, man. It. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's really you like Pearl like Jam. Like Steve. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and then like, but there there are some bands that I kind of always liked, even at that age. You know, like uh, I've always been a big Creedence fan and uh, Springsteen and. Stuff like that, you know, so that's definitely helps. And now, now I don't even listen to punk that much, but. Yeah. You know. Shoot, I thought you said Creed. You said, you said something. <laughs> <Creed. laughs> How do you guys feel about Creed? Yeah, well, like, you only oh, like punk God. rock because it's the only thing you can play because you ha fucking don't have to be good at anything yeah. to be able to but do you, punk But you right, said so. one time that he said, uh, you know, punk is sped up country. Basically. Yeah, I just said that too. Oh, did you say <laughs> yeah. that? Oh, I'm not even paying attention. Man. God damn you! Yeah, that does make sense. Like I mean, like you know, it's just less. Well, no, distortion. because I'd never heard it before. You know, I never. You know, I wouldn't. I got into punk for about five minutes. And yeah, Cody grew up in Austin. Awesome, like he's one of the. He's oh, you're actually awesome. from here. Yeah, from he's one of the yeah. few it's, people it's, it's I know. It's very few. Like we hardly come across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone who's actually from here. Yeah. Went to Bowie High School, grew up here. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's just yeah. fucking great, cool. man. I love, it. I love it. Sit on that. Yeah. Don't, you know, take anything he takes says too seriously. Because <laughs> he doesn't really know what he's talking about. No, I don't. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> I always wonder what an Austin accent sounds like. Well, have you heard that's me? It? Yeah. That's what it is? It's it, player. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's what you guys uh, should call the album. Oh, it's not nearly as wanted. cool as I thought. You heard it here first. <laughs> That's it, playa. South Austin right there. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, so last week I came over here and Shay was explaining to me that there was uh, two different kinds of two-step. She was under the impression that it was a uh, kind of country waltz that you do yeah and it's uh but apparently there's this more aggressive two-step that exists in punk rock music where you uh kick everyone that's around you <laughs> in two steps that's great i'm glad i'm hearing that for right. the first time right now yeah <laughs> so uh there's that and it's just like uh you know like maybe like the the two genres aren't mutually exclusive you know they or maybe they are because well, I, I understand think, it i think the important thing is that just like you said, they're not 100% different. There's, yeah. there's a lot of similarity. 
definitely you know it's not it's not trying to be over the top music you know music wise you know or at least song structure and uh it's not like craft work or something <laughs> you know what i mean like it's not not them too polished and yeah crafted but we yeah. still kind of come at it with the diy attitude or you know maybe craft is the wrong word but too polished you know Right, no, you want you want the imperfections there, right? Yeah, yeah. you're yeah, human. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, actually, they kind of got a little mad at me for the recording because we did the recording ourselves, and I kept a lot of mistakes in it. And things that normal people wouldn't hear, you know, but if you're li- when you listen to the playback, you listen to your parts at first, always, you know. So Cody's listening to all his leads, John's le- listening to all his bass parts, you know, and... You know, there'd be a little mess ups, but overall the take was good, and I would always keep them in. You know, <laughs> so you know there are some Neil Young records and stuff, and old school analog tape records that does the same thing. Like the drummer will fuck up. Yeah, you and hear then, that fuck. Up. And then we'll like kind of come back, and it just makes it seem way more real. You know, so and like it's all humans instead room, of computers. Know. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the problem with recording today is with Pro Tools, everything is so perfect. You know, auto-tune, just make everything perfect, and it sounds robotic. So right. That's, good point. That's that, um, one thing. We we did the EP in his living room, you know, just with all of our... Yeah, we took all of jumbled our Jumbled up shit, uh, you know. Yeah, all of us have, like, a mic. And, and we just turned my right house into a studio, and we did it all right there for free, so it's pretty fun. Yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah. It's the way to do it. Um, I mean, like most of our episodes are recorded in either this uh, looks like like a carport or a carport. And that used to be a little driveway right there. Yeah. Um, we've had episodes in the living room. And we've even had episodes on the lawn. We like uh, utilizing the house. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. That that that's a that's a good name for the record too. Utilizing, utilizing the house. The house. Yeah. Yeah. Duh house. Duh house. Playa. Playa. So you still take that DIY aesthetic. Yeah, until I make real money and I can say goodbye to all you guys. But uh, no, I uh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's like I I can't get behind paying you know five hundred bucks to record a fucking song. You know, like fuck that. Yeah, I'd much rather get. You know, I'd much rather just kind of do it myself. Or I'd love to work. I love working with other people too. There's actually a guy who lives pretty close to here named uh, Doug Walseth, and he's got a studio. And we we cut an EP, but we had our old drummer, and like we didn't really like feel comfortable with you know putting it out, you know. But he's got a whole analog studio on like 11th Street, and it sounds awesome, you know. So we spent our money on that, so we were like, we have to record it ourselves, basically, <laughs> you know, if we want to release it. So we did that. But yeah, the the organic vibe, just you know, like I said, got guys sitting around a room, you know, playing their instruments around songs yeah we did that's, it live that's you know we didn't fucking... do drums we didn't track it we did it all live you know so I mean I play with bands that have spent 25 grand on a record and this one here sounds just as good you know alright that's, that's a good are point. you bragging <laughs> I don't know I'm just saying that I would hate to get John has been, John has been in around. like the Texas fucking country scene you know like played with all a lot of big guys and a lot of big shows and I would, you know in this day and age though I'm not bragging I'm just saying that 25 grand for a small band is a lot of money when you can nowadays you can do it yourself for, for zero you know and then press it yourself for a thousand bucks and then you're done I mean that we we're coming a long way. I th- I think this whole digital thing is really helping 
small bands, bands that have already existed, you know, that they're, they get caught up in that, you know, where do we go? But people coming up, you know, we can do everything ourselves for, for next to nothing and be like, here you go, check this out. And so is it leading to better music? Is it leading to... Yes. I think so. Yeah. Well, the good people get out, you know, that you would never hear about and could do a record, but then also anybody can kind of do a record, too. But you don't have a, 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 you don't have a record label that's saying, make sure it sounds like yeah. this. You, you can do whatever you want and be like, here you go, take it or leave it. Well, do you guys ever do that to yourself? Do you ever just say, like, this is exactly what we want to sound like? Um... You know, are we meeting that criteria, or do we just like kind of let the records dictate themselves? You, you, four guys get together and you let it go how it's gonna go. Yeah, it, it goes its own course. And usually, by the second or third time we play it through, we kind of know how it's supposed to sound. You know, just kind of in our own. We're not trying to hit anything. We just kind of know like these chords work with kind of this stuff. You know. I mean, we know about where we want to go with it in the in. You know, for the most part, but it's not ever like it must be like this. No. So, John, who who else have you played with in the Texas? <laughs> I've played with a, a bunch of guys. You know, the um, this guy Bill Rice I played with, who had a decent following and a record label, and we pretty much went everywhere. You know, did the whole state of Texas, went up to Nashville, Indiana, did all kinds of places, played all the casinos, and. Um, He's got some horror stories with some of those bands too, man. <laughs> oh yeah, got some crazy stories. Yeah, you 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 get out there on the road and man, things can uh, get pretty crazy. Especially when um, you get paid decent amount of money and there's nothing to do, and everybody's like, um, "We're in Indiana. <laughs> um, what's the nastiest strip club around here?" <laughs> And everybody's like, oh, you got to go to this place. And we're like, let's go. And we're there. <laughs> I'm not a big uh, strip club attender. No, it's, it, it's a weird concept when you get inside there. Yeah, it's like getting a steak and then it's pulled away from you before you can eat it. You know, as a kid, when you went to the park and your mom gives you a loaf of bread to throw to the ducks and pigeons. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, my, that's pretty much strip club. <laughs> It's true. I hear you're from Massachusetts. It's true. Yeah. So coming from Massachusetts. I'm from two towns over from this little lady. Oh, wow. So Weird, right? Shay, our, our beautiful graphic designer on the show. Also. She's also going to design the artwork for the carpetbaggery P. Oh, really? Yeah, it's true. She gets around art-wise. So coming from Massachusetts, Texas and Massachusetts, apparently there's there's some type of geographical difference. There's a little bit of space between there. A bit. How did you bridge that space? What attracted strip you to clubs. Texas? <laughs> no. Was uh, it a strip club, the landing strip? Uh, I don't know. I always heard Austin is like this little mecca, like this utopia in other parts of the country where people are like, oh, yeah, that place is cool, but Austin's a shit. You know, if you like music, you got to go to Austin, Austin, Austin. So me and my girlfriend moved here without even ever being here. We just basically drove here. We're like, oh, if it sucks, we'll just leave, you know. And we got here and got a place in like a week. And we haven't moved since, you know. So basically started for music, you know, and we just needed a change too, you know. So, yeah, I was playing a lot in Boston, and I just really, the Boston music scene's real weird. It goes through waves, and usually the, uh, troughs are a bit better you know a lot more 
than the uh, Cress, <laughs> but uh, couldn't really get past the Boston music scene. It's real fickle, and uh, it's more competitive, where here is a lot more communal. Everyone's kind of looking out for everyone, you know. So I didn't know that at the time, but when I got here, it was... Size-wise, uh, though, I mean, of course, Boston's a lot larger, but... The music scene isn't The music scene isn't there? No. You know, it's a lot of, uh, or at least the scene I was in. Like, as far as Americana music and, like, even folk music and stuff, you know, it's not nearly as big as... I don't know. Here it's kind of like a melting pot. Everybody moves here for music, you know, or art or film or something, you know. So there's a lot of people just kind of feeding off of each other and inspiring other people. And it's, I don't know, a much happier scene to be in if you've got any sort of art you want to be a part of, you know. Well, welcome to Austin. All right, thank you. <laughs> I think, did you, get the, did you get the welcome packet when you came? Yeah, I did. It was good. Yeah, I, I love the free coupons. Coupones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, quick question here. You're a newer band. You probably have not been on the road. Have, have you not? I, not, have as you a, not as a band, no. no as but band. we've all been on the road in separate in other in separate bands. bands. Yeah. Do you have any plans to go on the road? Yeah, definitely. We want to focus on Austin first, you know, and get our EP out. And, and when I say the road, I mean closer cities for now. You know, but... Right. You know, like uh, San Marcos and San Antonio and College Station, Houston, Dallas, you know. Our neighbors. Yes, the neighbors. You know, we'll see how that goes, and then we'll see what happens, you know. The plan is to just keep on playing music until we don't want to play music anymore, so. I don't see that happening anytime soon. Exactly, AJ. All right. right. Music? (laughs) All right, what songs are we going to play, Greg? Uh, I'll probably play American Bruises, maybe New Orleans, and Where the Crows Go, maybe? Yeah. Which one is going to feature the Life Fire Tambourine Orchestra? Uh, I was thinking possibly all three of them. That'd be great. There's three tambourines, three for every song. (laughs) (laughs) We'd be more than happy to be a part of it. All right. Unless we're not. I don't know. I didn't talk to everyone else about it. No, we're doing it. (laughs) We're doing it, gang. (laughs) So check it out. Carpetbagger. Let Fire Tambourine Orchestra. We're going to play some songs. You've been a great audience. Thanks for listening. Steep, the steep, staying tuned. <laughs> oh, this song's called American Bruises.
right. That's it. Thank you, guys. That's it. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You've been awesome. <laughs>